Today on the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Jeremiah, and we're in chapter 34. It begins with a warning to Zedekiah, and you'll remember that Zedekiah's story can be found in the book of 2 Chronicles in chapter 36. It says, While Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and all his army, and all the kingdoms and peoples in the empire he ruled were fighting against Jerusalem and all its surrounding towns, this word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Go to Zedekiah, king of Judah, and tell him. This is what the Lord says. I am about to hand this city over to the king of Babylon, and he will burn it down. You will not escape from his grasp, but will surely be captured and handed over to him. You will see the king of Babylon with your own eyes, and he will speak with you face to face, and you will go to Babylon. Yet hear the promise of the Lord, O Zedekiah, king of Judah. This is what the Lord says concerning you. You will not die by the sword. You will die peacefully. As people made a funeral fire in honor of your fathers, the former kings who preceded you, so they will make a fire in your honor, and they will lament. Alas, O master, I myself make this promise, declares the Lord. So it says that Jeremiah the prophet told all of this to Zedekiah, king of Judah and Jerusalem. Now, in chapter 38 and 39, we will get the completion of Zedekiah's story and what later happens to him. But like it says, he does not die by the sword. The next part of chapter 34 is entitled Freedom for Slaves. It says the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah from the Lord after King Zedekiah had made a covenant with all the people in Jerusalem to proclaim freedom for the slaves. Everyone was to free his Hebrew slaves, both male and female. No one was to hold a fellow Jew in bondage. So all the officials and people who entered into this covenant agreed that they would free their slaves and no longer hold them in bondage. They agreed and set them free. But afterward, they changed their minds and they took back the slaves that they had freed and they enslaved them again. So because of this, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I made a covenant with your forefathers when I brought them out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I said, Every seventh year, each of you must free any fellow Hebrew who has sold himself to you. After he has served you six years, you must let him go free. Your fathers, however, did not listen to me or pay attention to me. Recently you repented and did what was right in my sight. Each of you proclaimed freedom to his countrymen. You even made a covenant before me in the house that bears my name. But now you have turned around. So this is a part of the law from Deuteronomy and You can find that in chapter 15, verse 12. It says, But now you have turned around and profaned my name. Each of you has taken back the male and female slaves that you had set free, and you forced them to become your slaves again. So he's saying, look, I brought you out of the land of slavery. Let's not make our own people slaves to ourselves. So it says, therefore, this is what the Lord says. You have not obeyed me. You have not proclaimed freedom for your fellow countrymen, so I now proclaim freedom for you, declares the Lord, freedom to fall by the sword, plague, and famine. I will make you abhorrent to the kingdoms of the earth. The men who have violated my covenant and have not fulfilled the terms of the covenant they made before me, 
I will treat like the calf they cut in two pieces and then walked between them. So this was a an oath that they did where they would make an agreement. They would cut an animal in half and basically walk between the two halves to say that this was done. It was like a handshake. So the Lord says, I will treat them how they've treated the calf. It says the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the court officials, the priests, and all the people of the land who walked between the pieces of the calf, I will hand over to their enemies who seek their lives. Their dead bodies will become food for the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth. It goes on to say, I will hand Zedekiah, king of Judah, and his officials over to their enemies who seek their lives to the army of the king of Babylon, which has withdrawn from you. I'm going to give the order, declares the Lord, and I will bring them back to this city. They will fight against it, take it, and burn it down. And I will lay waste the towns of Judah, so no one can live there. Now, that ends chapter 34, and then we move on to chapter 35, which this is a really cool story about a family of faith and obedience, and which is why that they are in the book of the prophet Jeremiah, because they are to be commended. And this family was known as the Rechabites, and it says, This is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah from the Lord during the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. So this is a flashback in time to 609 BC to 598 BC. It says, go to the Rechabite family and invite them to come to one of the side rooms of the house of the Lord and give them wine to drink. So I went to get them and then it lists some of the people, which I'm sure I would mispronounce if I tried to, but basically the brothers and the sons of this family. It says the whole family of the Rechabites. It says, I brought them into the house of the Lord, into the room of the sons of Hanan, son of Igadila, the man of God. It was next to the room of the officials, which was over that of Messiah, son of Shalom, the doorkeeper. Then I set bowls of wine and some cups before the men of the Rechabite family and said to them, drink some wine. But they replied, we do not drink wine because our forefather Jonadab, son of Rechab, gave us this command. Neither you nor your descendants must ever drink wine. Also, you must never build houses, sow seed, or plant vineyards. You must never have any of these things, but must always live in tents. Then you will live a long time in the land where you are nomads. We have obeyed everything our forefather Jonadab, son of Rechab, commanded us. Neither we nor our wives nor our sons and daughters have ever drunk wine or built houses to live in or had vineyards, fields, or crops. We have lived in tents and have fully obeyed everything our forefather Jonadab commanded us. But when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, invaded this land, we said, Come, we must go to Jerusalem to escape the Babylonian and Aramean armies. So we have remained in Jerusalem. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Go and tell the men of Judah and the people of Jerusalem. Will you not learn a lesson and obey my words, declares the Lord? Jonadab, son of Rechab, ordered his sons not to drink wine, and this command has been kept. To this day they do not drink wine, because they obey their forefathers' command. But I have spoken to you again and again. Yet you have not obeyed me. Again and again I sent my servants, the prophets, to you. 
They said, each of you must turn from your wicked ways and reform your actions. Do not follow other gods to serve them. Then you will live in the land I have given you and your forefathers. But you have not paid attention or listened to me. The descendants of Jonadab, son of Rechab, have carried out the command their forefathers gave them. But these people have not obeyed me. Therefore, this is what the Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Listen, I'm going to bring on Judah and everyone living in Jerusalem every disaster I pronounced against them. I spoke to them, but they did not listen. I called to them, but they did not answer. Then Jeremiah said to the family of the Rechabites, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. You have obeyed the command of your forefather Jonadab and have followed all his instructions and have done everything he ordered. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Jonadab, son of Rechab, will never fail to have a man serve me. So just a place of honor for the descendants of Jonadab, for the Rechabites as an entire group of people to commend them for their faithfulness and their obedience as a contrast, of course, to how the people of Israel have disobeyed the Lord. And it says uh, in my footnotes to to further commend these people that the Rechabites were later given special duties to perform in connection with the temple built in Jerusalem after the return from the Babylonian exile. Because like the verse says at the end of the chapter, Jonadab, son of Rechab, will never fail to have a man serve me. So that ends chapter 35. And we will pick up next time in Jeremiah chapter 36.